Now, on the Climate Monitor podcast, our buildings, our homes, our offices, our infrastructure, our roads will all contribute to ocean toxins if the law does not change. We do not create ethical urban waterfronts. Instead, we produce coastal buildings to emanate toxicity. With each construction permit, local governments and private landowners are creating conditions that will further toxify, poison our endangered oceans as sea level rise advances to permanent inundation in vulnerable coastal regions. There is perhaps no greater long-term responsibility facing today's urban waterfront planner than to formulate strategies to prevent disastrous bleeding from inundated structures in areas where the invading seas will overcome the built environment. Utility connections, electronic components, underground storage tanks, paints, sealants, solvents, cleaners, chemical-treated carpets, adhesives, glues, electrical grids, sewer systems, septic tanks, and drain fields need to be insulated so their chemistry does not cause environmental harm when covered by rising salt waters. With each new edifice, our generation is leaving a legacy of neglect. No reasonable society would further poison the oceans, but that will happen as the seas overwhelm coastal shores, allowing the escape of dangerous lead, mercury, formaldehyde, heavy metals, insulation fibers, PVC chemicals, perfluorinated compounds, fiberglass, wall foam, oils, lubricants, flame retardants, toxic electronic wastes, and other threatening building materials. In the absence of secure demolition, what we build on dry land today will poison the seas of tomorrow. Yet, we keep building. According to Cranespotters.com, as of December 29, 2014, up to more than 300 new South Florida condominiums were being constructed or were on the planning board. While they are required to have elevated foundations, there are no standards to ensure that those structures are ready for inundation within an average 30-year mortgage span to 80 years, or in some areas, less time. According to RiskyBusiness.org, in Florida alone, between $15 billion and $23 billion in current property will likely be inundated by 2050 from mean sea level rise. We are not ready. Property owners are taking little, if any, personal responsibility for making sure their condominiums, office towers, government buildings, and homes can sequester noxious substances when the time comes to abandon buildings and retreat from today's threatened and vulnerable areas. To amplify the problem, older properties are poised to release unchecked asbestos and volatile organic compounds into ocean currents for unbounded distribution. The mechanism of the built environment infecting our oceans is already a reality. According to The Guardian on December 28, 2014, almost 7,000 homes and buildings will be sacrificed to the rising seas around England and Wales over the next century. The paper added over 800 of the properties will be lost to coastal erosion within the next 20 years. In 2013, 1,400 homes, that's 1,400 homes 
fell into the ocean due to a huge tidal surge, which affected England's east coast. I'm Mitch Chester. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate the support we've gotten for the Climate Monitor podcast. And if you really would like to help out, if you're not already a supporter, then to make this show possible and to help us grow, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash climate dash monitor to become a monthly supporter.